0: By i one hundred three point eight. If we want to talk about working from home, I have invited. Sina has invited a fantastic guest to join us uh, on the line. Wasim Amid is the managing partner of Zeeche. Uh, it's a brand and communication advisory that helps government and global brands innovate and communicate. And Wasim, you are Wasim. You're you're quite a fan of working from home. Am I right?
1: That is correct.
0: And so uh, lovely to have you on the program. Have you been working from home for a long time? Is is that something that is just standard within your company?
1: Thank you for having me on the show. Um, We've been working uh, remotely for quite some time, for over a decade now. Oh, wow. There is a key difference between um, working from home and working while you're abroad in the sense where you're not in the office. And okay. um, w- working from home, you have, uh, you know, this, you have the freedom, you get to focus um, you have no commute. Um, so you feel like it's this wonderful thing. But working from home essentially is um, being very organized, having lots and lots of empathy, over communicating. Um, you have a lot of loneliness, which, which comes with working from home. And um, so, yeah, yeah, we've been working from home for, uh, not working remotely for over 10 years, but we have to overcome it using technology, using processes, using systems. And most importantly, I'm going to repeat that empathy to understand that the other person is away from you and trying to understand what you're saying remotely.
0: That is a very interesting point because a lot of people will be going through this massive learning curve where they're attempting to use the systems that they use in the office uh, remotely. And obviously there could be connectivity issues. Uh, But then that point of the human emotions of being able to connect with people and uh, and not sort of get confused uh, at what somebody else means, you know, those nuances of communication that are harder in text. How do you overcome those types of uh, issues?
1: I think it comes from people first, then comes your systems, and then finally come policies. So you've got to keep in mind that you're talking to humans, you're not talking to you're not you're not just sending an email which will be read later. You are actually communicating using technology. So if you have that deep empathy that you know that the other person is listening, may have issues, and then you have to have patience because technology will fail you, not may or could. It will fail you every now and then. And finally, it's for you to be able to understand that things will take a little more time. Um, you may have to over-communicate as opposed to just communicate. And then make sure you have that discipline of being there for the other person and then expecting that from the other person as well to, to, to reach your end goal.
0: I'm really interested by the, the use of the word discipline there because how on earth do you stop yourself raiding the fridge or getting distracted or posting pictures of, on social media of your cat, which is basically what I do whenever I'm on deadline?
1: <laughs> That's a very, very good question. Um, so we, we've conducted uh, seminars internally on how to go about doing this, and the first few, first few days, four to five days, are very crucial in this, in setting yourself a routine, and whatever you do in this four, f- first four or five days will become your routine. So, which also means things like, when you wake up in the morning, you know, get dressed. Uh, very, very nice. Tip. Really? very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not sitting in bed or the couch, but having a dedicated workspace. But I'll, I'll share a very, very good tip that was shared with me a long time ago: is slip into your shoes. Make sure you wear your shoes, even if you're at home. It gets you in this mental state that you are in the office. This is business. Let's get to it.
0: I really like that you you make people get dressed. Do people not get dressed? <laughs> You'd
1: be surprised. People love getting dressed, uh, sorry, love working in their pajamas. Um, and there are a lot of um, tips and tricks out there, which, which you find online right now, which says work from home, work on your couch, no pants. You know, it's a, it's a very common thing.
0: I do know that I've seen quite a lot of uh, academics. In fact, I was reading on Twitter last night. That, so I get lost in Twitter sort of uh, wormholes. And last night I was reading one from a group of um, NHS academics. Uh, and it says that loads of people don't know how to use Zoom yet. And the idea is that when you're not talking on this teleconferencing or video conferencing uh, network, you're meant to mute yourself. Uh, or lots And lots of people don't know that it's a video platform. And there's been these disastrous situations where, for example, the video video function has worked without them expecting it and shown people basically sitting in their pants. And then there was a really famous one where, in the US, where a mayor, like a city mayor, has joined a conversation, a conference call, and uh, forgot to turn the um, the mute function on, and has gone to the bathroom, and you could, it's ghastly. You could hear him going to the bathroom, um, and and the person speaking is trying not to acknowledge it, but but it's impossible to ignore. So it's things like things like that. You know, learn how to use Zoom. Before you take your phone with you to the bathroom, for example.
1: <laughs> of course, we all have to be a little patient in these times right now. We all have to be okay, and this this applies across the board, top down. And um, the reality is, you know, if you say something seven times, half the team will say they heard it just once. We so, can imagine how many times you have to over communicate and be okay with um, with kids running and jumping, you know, on you while yeah. you're on a video conference. We should all accept, embrace, embrace it rather than try to hype that. It. It's okay. It, this is this is the need of the hour as long as we're getting the work done. It's fine if my kid comes and sits in my lap and while we're having a video conference, as long as it's not disturbing and, and derailing our conversation.
0: Yeah, it's, it's about fine. greater understanding. I mean, on a very practical level, which tools do you use the most for communication and work sharing?
1: Well, we, so essentially we've got a remote first mindset, not just a remote mindset, the remote first mindset essentially is no matter what you do, you should do it in a way that allows you to communicate with a person next to you, the same way you'd communicate with somebody who's sitting a thousand miles away from you. So if you have a structure in which you use apps, such as Dropbox or uh, Google Drive, where you centrally, um, uh, you know, file everything, uh, you've got communication platforms, such as Slack, which allow you to communicate with teams all across the world. Um, and you've got tools like Zoom, which you know uh, thankfully have opened up in this region and, and they're being used very um, effectively. And beyond that are your own to-do lists, essentially. You come up with to-do lists so you can share that with your team, share that with everybody that's working with you. So it's transparent. There's accountability. Keep in mind that trust is a major factor when you work remotely. How do employers get the trust from the employees and how do do the employees trust that the employers will do the right thing. Again, it comes from communication, being being transparent with each other, making sure your tasks are uh, available and publicly visible so that you're doing them, people know that you're getting the work done. Um, Essentially, making sure that everything is out there on a platform, on a system that everybody has access to can collaborate and work at the same time.
0: You're listening to The Agenda. It's all about
1: your news and your views.
0: On Dubai Eye 103.8. We are discussing home working on the programme today with Wissam Ahmed, who is managing partner of Ziche. Uh Wissam is a big fan of remote working and working from home and uh, has been doing it for, for, dec- for over a decade. Wissam, thanks for staying with us on the line. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, We wanted to talk about, so we've talked about how you can uh, develop the right ways of communicating with people, the right ways, the right programs to use. But how about developing friendships at work? Because surely uh, working from home or remote working uh, makes that pretty tricky.
1: It sure does. It sure does. I mean, loneliness, um, lack of uh, sense of belonging, um, these things are definitely there when you're working from home. Um, So remote work, work versus um, the current situation that we're in right now. So as of right now, we're all forced to do this. We have to get together and we have to make this work. But when you're doing this as a as a norm for yourself, um, what we do is we make sure that we use our communication and chat collaboration platform, Slack, um, as if we were uh, having these conversations on any topic. So we do have... Um, a fun topic channel we do have um you know where we share these cat memes and cat videos and so on and so forth <laughs> where we share um anything which is not relevant to work it could be sport it could be any any topic of interest and um, and we allow this to you know become like a regular dinner conversation and um, recently we've started using video as well to be able to you know, to connect better with people but friendships are, are developed usually not just when things are good, but also when things are bad and stressful. So it's about, again, it all comes down to communication. How well you communicate, do you have an avenue for communication? But let, let me just elaborate on this. When you don't have a sense of belonging, when you're working remotely for a very long period of time, you need to be able to put a cut off and say, at this particular time, I disconnect from work and I walk out of the house and I have my life and I continue to go wherever, meet people and get things done. Um, we have to make sure that that distinction happens. Uh, because usually, p- people who are working remotely, or working from home, they tend to constantly be checking their emails, the phones, the laptops, and constantly responding. So they don't have their own cut off. And what happens is you start feeling guilty that I'm at home, I, sh- I need to respond. But if you set yourself at 7 p.m., I'm done with this, you are actually done with this. And it allows you to go ahead and live your life. Um, another great tip that was shared with me, was when you're done with work, make sure you walk out of the house, Five minutes, three minutes, whatever it is, and then return home. And by return home, I mean open the doors, and this time you walk home. You're not walking to a place where you also work. Be just returning home. You leave everything behind, and come back into the zone. That this is my home, sacred, family, you know, connection, and everything else that. And life gives you. That's excellent advice, Visam. This is Zina, by the way. That was actually our next question um, that we wanted to put to you. Some people say they've never worked so much in their life now that they're staying at home because they're constantly trying to to manage different sort of platforms. And uh, this next question zooms in on a particular topic. Uh, some people allergic to group chats. How can we make how can we make them more manageable? Except uh, especially WhatsApp groups. WhatsApp groups. Uh, WhatsApp groups are um, just another way of, you know, replacing what we used to get before with uh, emails and email overload. Now we've got WhatsApp overload. We'll we'll always have the next new tool which will overload us with information. Uh, group chats, video chats. I think again, it's all, it's all a matter of making sure you know what your end goal is and what your end objective is. If you're trying to have a debate, let there be a debate. Let there be all sorts of, uh, you know, opinions come in. But then keep reminding everybody in the group that we are here. We're discussing this with this end objective. If we keep bringing that discussion back, you know, on track, then we'll be able to make some sense of it. But but this is easier said than done. It will it will keep derailing. It will keep going into uh, different tangents. and We'll have to keep bringing it back in. <laughs>
0: Wissam, Amid, amazing advice, really good practical advice from you. If you missed the beginning of uh, Wissam's interview, please do listen back on the podcast. It will be up at the end of the show. Uh, Managing partner of ZShay, a brand communication advisory that helps governments and global brands to innovate and communicate. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate your interview. Really good to hear from you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: This is Dubai i 103.8.